live here on Soho Radio Saturday Night Vibes and this is the Loco Effect last show of the year six months into the show and I appreciate all the love and support and then today I can't even call him a special guest I call him my mentor good friend it's a sick DJ that's been supporting my tunes from way way back when my G, Melody, you want to introduce yourself, say hi. Yes, yes, people. Greetings and blessings, everybody. DJ Melody here. Um, I would just like to say thank you very much for the legend, Ronnie, um, who has inspired me to DJ. Um, he, no, listen he's, to he's, him. He's um, made some crazy, uh, incredible songs over the years, contributed to the to the funky scene, to the experimental scene, to the house scene, to all of the scenes he's contributed, and he's such a legend. And I would like to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> hey, this is my melody, my guy. We're just going to be chopping up. We're going to run uh, today's show in a different format. Just going to be playing tunes. And then later on, Melody will be in for this month's Challenge Guest Mix. You have to spell out tracks that spell out in order a word. We'll figure it out later. But we're just going to keep a lot to run some tunes for the first few. This one, Gwam's Pamela Instrumental into Mark Morrison Return of the Mac the Kylie um, Kaylee Maestro mix but keep it locked here on Soho Radio here 
for the loco effect. Let's go. Well, I tried to tell your soul. Yes, I did. But I guess you didn't know. As I said, a story goes. Maybe now I got the flow. Cause I knew it from the start. Maybe when you broke my heart. That I had to come my day. I'm sure you that I'd win. Make a mother experience, no gravity. The local effect. The local. 
all your people are dead now. So should I keep in on your bed, cause the Taliban's them a make work. We no laugh, fuck, we no dead talk. Badness how we end up. We no show people feeling up in a red grass. No Taliban's like them, me, we are sure guns. Make you no sleep by your yard in a four months. And so we make people a more out. Like y'all, I get fucked on a whole house. Laugh pass full of tears that me show about. And if you see me travel with an Hynix, and I'm not a politician with me, I go vote out. Four killer, four seat, and four rounds. Remember me back Kingston. The love party, forget love, drink rum. Eat your shit like Jada Kingdom. Everything I get fucked like strip club. So we stay stuck, we no play that, we get it one time, in the same spot, like iPhone, where your ear drop, I mean I give a fuck, if I no be a bop. Everywhere me guy, come in the enemy, them a pay, I mean they don't have for me. People are ball and a skin, cause we bad and we mean, bloody crime scene, calamity. I saw we shoot out, we figure another G, make them our experience, no gravity. Tell a pussy we love. We no dead dog, but your little people are dead dog. No should I keep in on your bed, cause the Taliban's them a make work. We no laugh, we no dead dog. Badness how we end up. We no show people feeling up in a red grass. Keep mad for no reason. 
emotion Don't get out of way to know one long distance I need you When I see potential, I just gotta see it through If you had a twin, I would still choose you I don't wanna rush into it if it's too soon But I know you need to get done, 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 done If you come, sorry for my last friend I got no Place. And yeah, this part of the track 
this part of the show I meant to say is where I feature a track like called Saturday Night Fever the track I've been feeling big up going out to Joe you just managed to download this straight for me this one's coming straight from Mad One it's a remix of Urban Hero Jameson and yeah it's a rhythm and then yeah I want to hear Melody's thoughts on this after it drops you ready to give your analysis absolutely alright let's get into this Runny Loco, dub plate special. 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 Come on! Runny Loco. The Loco effect. Special.
Months Saturday Night Fever track, Urban Hero. <laughs> I am laughing because Melody is bubbling right next to me. I love your energy. Ooh, ooh. You know you got a mic. You can sing into the mic if you want to. <laughs> but that last one was Urban Hero by Mad One, repping Divine UK Records. Thanks for sending that through. Uh, yeah, Mello, what do you think of the tune? What do you think of the dub? I love it. Um, Mad One, essentially, is one of my favourite producers. Um, so I'm quite jealous that you actually have a dub plate. Uh, Mad One, um, we need to talk. Um, yeah, that Mad One. Because this is quite unfair. Um, more, more money coming your way, Mad One, because dubs ain't free. But I'll but, pay whatever. I've been a fan since House Girls, so let's... And you know what, as Melody, I think it's in your right to ask for a dub because House Girls, way, way back, you've been in this game way, way back. As soon as you said that, a grey hair just popped up uh, in my head when you said way, way back. Um, I about 16 years is all right. 16 years. Yeah, 16 years. Yeah. And how's the um, music career been going? It's been great. Um, over the 16 years, man, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's been a... You know, in any career, essentially, you have your ups and downs. Um, but essentially, in the beginning, I say between 2007 and 2012, that was like my most hungriest moment because I'm trying to get my name out there. The competition was quite fierce. And to, uh, to especially to, to, to play at certain clubs. So when you have your coliseums, when you have your uh, masses, when you have your um, plan Bs, when you have your fridge bars, Are you hearing when the you have your departure lounges, wow. when you have agenda bar when you like mate apt we're talking about original revolutions picture and piano we're talking about the wall you're talking about um the cellar bar oh what like blend bar mustard bar like all of these bars the competition was quite fierce but um essentially i i I, at that moment i've thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed what funky house uk funky house was actually doing for our scene right and essentially what it was doing for our scene was allowing uh, industry people, when I say industry, I'm talking about mainstream industry people, 
look at what is actually happening on the underground scene and then there was a lot of quality producers like mad one um, in the underground scene that was able to produce quality sounds quality rhythms that essentially kind of birthed this new wave of urban culture um into the into the market and you had you know fantastic djs like pioneer super Dean, um shout out to genius that was able to turn it into a mix cd do you know what I mean? For yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, from 2007, 2012, that was like my glory years where I was kind of like finding my feet, meeting new people, taking advice um, from certain legends like Angie B. Angie B, matter of fact. We got Angie. Angie B was the first person to tell me that every five years you're meant to reevaluate your life and you're meant to change your style. And she told me that in 2010, she told me that. Um, Coolie G as well, shout out to Coolie G. Um, Coolie G took me under her wing. She schooled me on a lot in terms of production. She schooled me about um, different styles of DJing. Um, my first time actually playing overseas was by Coolie G. She was, we went on an album tour. So her album came out. This is Asia, right? You, no, she, uh, Europe, this was a European okay, tour. Okay, okay. So Coolie G was playing in um, Madrid. She played in um, Dublin, played in Berlin and I forgot the other place um, and it was going on the tour is where she said you know what DJing is fun but where the money is is through productions mm -hmm. keep producing get your name out there and it opens up certain doors but when she was performing her album it was just incredible to see what the European audience thought about UK music um, she's a legend anyway great great yeah, yeah. DJ um, and yeah throughout the years um, I sort of like kind of developed and found my feet through that process but from 2012 to um, 2017, that was when the shift kind of changed. So UK Funky wasn't as popular, yeah, yeah. but I was able to dabble in a little bit of Deep House, a little bit of Tech House, essentially. Um, and, and, and towards the latter years, 2017 is where, when I got introduced to um, Am Piano mm -hmm. in 2017. So the journey's been incredible. I was, I was able to release music. So I released my first EP in 2016. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, with Ayaba. Mm -hmm. Called Ancestral Forest mm -hmm. um, with remixes by Body Sapfa, Doug Gomez, uh, um, and a legend that is Mr. Gibbons. He's, he's incredible. He's just like, he's, he's, yeah, go check that out. Ancestral Forest um, by the Funkolic and Ayaba Poetic. Um, and the reason I wanted to do that is I wanted to produce something that was innately core to me, which was like a deep kind of like African sound to house. But I needed a spoken word piece. Um, uh, um, on that um, essentially so I was able to put that out there which I ever spoke on and she's done an amazing job um, and people have actually used her vocals of our track to remix like across the world so there's uh, people keep sending me oh is this the, the vocals from your track and it's like someone that's done a mix in uh, or what well, should I say a remix in Japan someone's done one in Indonesia someone's done one in South Africa someone's done in Mozambique someone's done in the US essentially so um, that kind of opened the market for me to, to actually um, go and explore the world um, on my own as opposed to being part of, part of a group yeah. um, so I believed in myself I believed in the power I actually flew to Paris to go and um, see Shimza. And flew to Paris, you know, down the road, but you flew there, yeah? Right. <laughs> so I flew to Paris to go and actually give Shimza the master copy um, of my EP. So this was before any remixes were done. 
um, by Adam Gibbons, by Bonnie Sapfa, and by Doug Gomez. I actually had the, the master copy. I flew out to Paris to give it to Shimza. Um, and it was incredible. And then I went to ADE. So yeah. I flew to Amsterdam to meet Charisma at Jazz and Oshalade. And then I gave them a copy of that as well, um, essentially. So that sort of like opened up like the doors for me to go and uh, play in Europe and have my own event. So I had the Funkaholic event in Portugal, um, which was good, in Albi Ferra. Um, shout out to um, Jerome Kidman. Yeah. What's that, 2017? 20, 2017 and going to 2018. 18, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So 2017, that was, they was able to be a part of that. Um, a journey for, for me but um, yeah it's been it's been a beautiful journey like when I look back and I look at the accolades and I look at the journey I'm thinking wow like it's, it's, it's I'm humble with it mm-hmm. but you know I've, you know I've still got the first eight no the first I would say the first ten years of my DJ journey mm-hmm. I've got every single flyer I love that every single one I love that and if I was to like print them out it would just cover like a whole wall and ceiling because I like to reflect and look back Mm-hmm. Out on my journey and when I started DJing I actually had like flyers and posters on the wall so when I had my, I started to DJ when I was 14 years old and I was mixing drum and bass mm-hmm. so I had Bad Company Pulse um, I had Shy FX um, Chopper yeah. those sort of vinyls I was mixing on my first decks were Cam Belt Drive DDX 580 so that's that's probably from like 1998 or something yeah, like yeah. that right yeah. um, but those decks on belt drive it was my brother that taught me how to mix because whenever he went raving he always used to come back um with um uh, with tapes so like yeah. brocky it would be easy and i was like i want to dj i'm a dj so our older brother byron's like yeah you want to dj all right watch this so he ended up getting those decks for me and he taught me how to mix and i was 14 years old and it took me 20 minutes to beat match three songs this is why you're my idol nah i'm trying to be like you when i grow up um so drum and bass and jungles always had a place in my heart because that's the first drum and music um and then i kind of ventured off to ukg and then grime came out so i was a grime dj um i worked with a couple of groups um i was on radio a couple of times as well um i was meant to i was part of a crew called grime time with um hyper d and kymos and we was meant to do some work with corey who works with crazy cousins this is before Crazy Cousins was a was mm-hmm. a thing, but it didn't go into fruition. We weren't really business-minded like that. Um, but I used to DJ quite a lot um, in, in the area, in Gypsy Hill, um, certain times, um, and kind of, like, go to different, like, bookings, carrying vinyls in my old... Like in plastic bags, that's how I didn't have I didn't have enough money at the time to so I had to have a plastic bag of the actual bag that had the vinyls in it, yeah, which yeah. was like big Apple Records, um, Black Market Records as well, um, Razor Records in Woolworth Road, um, and the the feeling of buying vinyls and going into like spaces and like shutting it down, like yeah, like it was it was it's been a fantastic journey. I actually wanted to be part of so sort of kids. Um, but because I went from Battersea, I didn't think it could work. Uh, Do you know what I mean? On the ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went from Battersea. So, and back then, uh, a different time. So I used to go to certain areas to go buy records in areas where I probably wouldn't have been safe. So, for example, coming from where I was, going to Woolworth Road to go to Razor Records, like that's Camberwell, Peckham. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I used to go into those record shops, like they would see me, I'm short as it is. So back then, you can imagine I was even shorter, right? So when I used to go into the um, record shops, I could barely see over the counter. But you got men then buying the, um, the test presses, right? Yeah, yeah. So when they used to buy the test press, I always tried to buy it with like school money and stuff. And they always let me go in. It's like, yeah, let the little man go first and I'm going to get the next one after that. I was like, wow. And then I've got so many test presses that were just, 
I was able to buy. I had no problems. I was able to go east as well um, and, and buy like a lot of like Igloo records and things like that. Um, so my journey isn't just like DJing with you know CDJs and house music. It goes like way back. Do you, fun fact: I haven't told anybody this, right? I used to actually. Um, I used to mix Bashman or say dancehall. You used to play dancehall? Absolutely. Raw. Yep. You learn something new. I used to play dancehall as well. Yeah, this is um, like the early vibes cartel days. So when you used to do Chaka Chaka and Elephant Man Sesame Street and yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't told anybody. Oh, those that were there, they will remember. Like, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I've, I've come a long way. I've come a long way and I was raised up on music as well. So coming from the sound system culture, my dad and... My, um, my uncle from Saxon Sound System from the 80s and 70s, I was kind of raised and forced to listen to music. Do you know what I mean? Calling my dad and saying, Dad, I want to buy the latest 110s. He's like, yeah, come over to the house. And then he used to put two vinyls on the turntable and said, if you can tell me which one's Lovers Walk, which one's Reggae, you can get the £110. I got it wrong for like six months because I couldn't tell. Until one day I just randomly guessed. I was like, oh, it's that one. He's like, how do you know? I had to just like really lie about the instruments that was used. And he believed me. And then he broke it down. I was like, wow. And then from that day forward, he's just always just drum music in my head. So it's in my DNA and in my RNA to just love music. No, I love that, man. I I love all of that. And it's not just music about you. We've got the whole Daryl Blake side of things (laughs) as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Should a little insight into that? Yeah, uh, well, away from music, essentially, um, I don't like to label myself. I just do me. But for the sake of people that don't know, um, a historian, a researcher, social activist, um, tell him, tell him. Someone who's really, really a part of the community, all different kind of communities, whether it's London, whether it's in, you know Manchester, Liverpool, Birmingham, Sheffield, Brighton, different communities, because I'm about uplifting the people as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate enough to be in spaces where I can vocalise and articulate myself in rooms and in arenas where I want to bring the forefront of the struggle, per se, to the masses for people that do not know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they can care. Um, and that goes for um, people who are disabled that goes for black communities that goes for women that goes for religious doesn't matter what it is if you are part of a marginalised community I want to be a voice for you in spaces where you're not allowed to be in Mm -hmm. so I've done that pretty much since 2007 on and off 2007 had my first early kind of introduction into sound system culture via um, Genesis Radio and on Genesis Radio they used to have this people's talk show every Sunday which is four hours which I ended up taking over as the youngest radio presenter on it. I mean, it's Pride Radio, but on the station um, at that time. So there wasn't any young people, just like a lot of older people talking about politics and whatever. But I was able to just funnel myself through. And that was where I was able to cut my teeth because dealing with people who have real problems and, it, you know, they're taking their time out on a Sunday. We're talking about people that go to church, right? They're taking their time out. And you know how it is church, right? Church mm. is meant to be a few hours. Black church can be half the day, yeah. right? So if people are actually calling in and they're like at church or around the corner from church means they have something to say. So in those spaces, I was able to deal with a lot of debates and things like that because people actually really care. And if they're going to take the time to call in, that means they really want to get their point across. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of cut my teeth to be able to debate people and learn different debate styles because um, it's when you're actually dealing with people's lives, mm-hmm. you really have... It's a massive responsibility. So you really have to take care, um, essentially. So through those kind of teachings, through community work and that, I was able to then go to like Oxford and Cambridge and have debates there and, you know, kind of tell them about themselves in a professional way. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with music, essentially. So I kind mm-hmm. of use that and music mm-hmm. to kind of showcase who I am as a person. That's amazing to hear. 
like multi-talented, putting things down for the community, for the betterment of the world. We appreciate you, Melo. Just let you know, I appreciate you and a lot of people within the scene. Love. All the scenes, just appreciate you. We love what you're doing. Love, man. Love, love what you're doing. I've been a fan of yours for... Uh, it's not about me today, man. It's not about me, G. It's about you. We, okay. I'm not going to give you your... I'll give you your flowers at the end. Yeah, because... Um, Melo's all, all day. Just, just to let you know, Melo's forever giving me my flowers. Um, but yeah, he's been a big supporter of my music. I think some of my earliest productions, no, I know some of my earliest productions were played in a club by, by you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I used to play your stuff at um, South Beach in Brixton. That was like 2009, wow. 2010. And it used to go off in there. And I used to play at Plan B. Plan B was the first place I used to play um, on Function Ones. Mm-hmm. Plan B was the, it's quite small and intimate, but it's where you can really just turn up the volume and yeah, test the bass. Yeah, but you can just, right. So, but you are, your tracks are really bass heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was raised on bass. I was raised on dub. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just like, you're you're in my top five oh, producers of you. all time, man. You are, who, who else is in your top five? Um, Mad One's in there. Yeah. Um, Naughty. Yeah. Do you know who's actually, I'll put as my sixth man before I even get to the <laughs> to the five. Truce. Oh, Truce is cold. Truce is Truce bad. Is cold. But he's, he's humble. Humble. Um... Okay, let me. I'm gonna rotate. I'm gonna rotate um, 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 the final two. So, in terms of favorite producers, um, Funky Steps is up there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be listening. Funky Steps. No, man. Um, oh. Throw one more. I'll throw. Okay, I will say. Um, Throw the female producer. I was going to. Okay. I'll say KG. KG. Big up Karen. On the bench will be Perrin PND. Ooh. Yeah. See, I'm, no, no, no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's too many names, but Perrin has been one of my favorites. And then Misfire as well. Oh. Okay, we're not going to. Otherwise, we're going to list that... everyone in the alphabet from the scene, didn't it? Because the Lost in the House dub plate that I have from 2010. Oh, it's. Mm, but in oh fingerprint, fingerprint, um, was it nighttime? That mm-hmm. there's no other song like that in the world. Ma one, see, it's, it's hard, yeah, yeah, see, it's hard. okay, yeah. I'm gonna stick with my list. I yeah. can't, no, 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 no. <laughs> my sub bench is those. So, yeah, they're on the they're on the bench. <laughs> they're on the second team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man. Yeah. But yeah, today, Mello, um, just gonna get you in the mix. But as you know. For this show, we have a challenge guest mix. Yeah. You want to get your USB ready? USB, I'll wow, try. you brought over the case. But yeah, nice. this month's challenge mix. Which USB are you talking about? This one, this one. <laughs> what are you talking about? This one, this, this one. Well, what we're going to do really? is we're going to test your, you know, your music skills and I want you to mix tracks. We're coming out to that time of the year, Kwanzaa. And I want you to spell out tracks, that title, spell out in order. The word Kwanzaa. Wow. So you're starting on a K and you're finishing on what? Two A's. Two A's. Um, so yeah, you get a point for every track. And then um, <laughs> if you yeah, do complete in time, I'll give you a dub. Yeah? Why not? Okay. Why not? Just oh, like the good old right, days. Ref? Okay. Is there going to be like a VAR check as well? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. be doing VAR, all of that. All right, cool, so, cool. So yeah, we're going to get Melody into this month's challenge guest mix. Um, yeah, keep it locked here, Loco Effect. You're going to be seeing at the show. 
And yeah, do you want to plug in your socials quickly or you don't care? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to mix. That, uh, very competitive, I am. Um, yeah, sure. Um, so you can find me, uh, DJ Melo D. So that's DJ M E L O and then D. If you just type that into um, Google. You'll find me on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But um, Instagram is where you probably will see me more active. So that's D-J-M-E-L-O, full stop, and then D. Okay, then. Well, Melo, appreciate you having you here on the show. Going to get into this month's Challenge Guest Mix. Um, yeah, I think I'm not going to jump on the mic again. I'm going to let Melo play out today's show. So keep it locked. Have a blessed, um, what do you say, season's greetings, seasonal holiday, and yeah, I'll see you guys in the new year here for the Loco Effect. Keep it locked here on Soho Radio. Yeah.
Just